Hey, Nelson, alcoholic addict. That's actually not my real name. It's a pen name that I came up with here at LOL Sober. But I am an alcoholic, I am an addict, and I am sober today. So thank God for that. When I first got sober, I lived in New Jersey, and I worked in New York City every day. So I started out uh, with a very specific daily sobriety plan. Uh, I went to an intensive outpatient program in the evenings, and I went to New York City meetings in the afternoon every day of the work week. Uh, but I also traveled a lot, so I would end up in Pennsylvania or Florida for five days, and I was so used to only going to New York City meetings that I would I would struggle on these trips, and uh, I couldn't figure out why, and that's when somebody told me that, hey, you know, maybe find a meeting wherever you are because it's worth it, and I'll never forget him also saying, and hey, I gotta say, it's just pretty fun to hear new people in a new place, at a new meeting, in a new play, new area of the country, talk about how they got sober. It can be pretty amusing. That's been one of the most helpful things anybody has said to me in sobriety. Uh, the truth is road trips of any kind are pretty jarring. Uh, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about family trips and vacations for sure, but also any work-related trips too. Um, because you think think about all the ways you're out of whack. Um, you're not sleeping where you're comfortable. You're not. You're eating different stuff. You know, probably crappier food. If you're anything like me, you know, you're probably at extreme levels of isolation or togetherness. You know, by that I mean that you're probably either crammed into grandma's guest bedroom with your spouse and kids, or you're by yourself in a hotel room. Uh, it's extreme. It's intense. You know, so all of that adds up to really throwing even the most sober people off. I know in certain it certainly does that to me um, on road trips. I just uh, within 24 hours, I'm just a little bit off. I want to behave badly, you know, and I've never I've, I haven't relapsed in a hotel room. But man, I uh, have had some like emotional relapses, I guess. You know, it's hard. It's hard to be in a foreign place and have four days where you haven't been at a meeting, you know, or you're not making phone calls. It can really mess you up. And so I recognized that that guy was right all those years ago. And I started trying to hit a meeting every time I, I'm out of town. And sure enough, I got a lot of spiritual nourishment out of it. And they that stuff kept me sober, you know, like, and on family, you know, at Christmas, when I drive to with my family to visit my mom or my wife's mom, uh, it's nice to be more sober than dry, you know? It, it makes for a nicer Christmas or a nicer birthday or whatever we're there celebrating. So it's definitely kept me out of trouble over the years. And I also got to experience weird and unusual ways for meetings and sobriety to happen. And that was so, so cool, you know? All right, that's a long road trip uh, out to the great state of Wyoming and you know, on the flight in, I couldn't believe the mountains and the snow and the hundreds of miles of openness on the ground. It was just so beautiful. Then I couldn't believe the wind because our plane started blowing around like a tumbleweed in the sky and it scared the living shit out of me. It was quite a bumpy landing, but, but we did land and on the uh as we as we drove around on the runway i immediately looked up local 12 step meetings i thought why not let me find a meeting and i found a group 
that met twice a day, and it was like a mile from my hotel, maybe less. Um, what a gift, right? Like, I always end up in places where my first thought is, well, I wonder if they even have alcoholics here. The answer is yes. <laughs> it's always been yes. We are everywhere, uh, lurking, having our little meetings. So I checked, checked into my hotel. I hit the evening meeting there that my first day, which I'm pretty proud of. Uh, like I said, I always try to make a meeting in the place I'm staying. But if I can, I go to more than one. You know, why not be as sober as possible versus doing the absolute bare minimum to say that I, you know, that I went to a meeting. So on this trip, I stayed for about four days and I hit three meetings in that time. So look at me, all star. I'm an all pro sober person right now. <laughs> uh, the first night uh, I went to the meeting and they were celebrating anniversaries. And this meeting had a bunch of people celebrating anniversaries, which is always cool to see. And one woman was celebrating 35 years sober, which is just, that's a long time. That's incredible. That is through ups and downs in the stock market. That's lost a lot of people along the way. Uh, probably switched jobs. I don't know this lady's life story, but 35 years sober. That's a long, long ass time. And she was asked at the meeting, how'd you do it? Uh, at this meeting, everybody who celebrated an anniversary, no matter what the length was, was asked, how'd you do it? You got to share for a few minutes. And she shared, she shared, uh, and it was, it was great. One of her points was that she looked around the room at the birthday celebrants and she said, I notice, I'm noticing yet again that there are people here with long periods of sobriety and short periods of sobriety, but not a lot of medium length sobriety. And as the other celebrants announced their sober time for the rest of the meeting, she, I, I noticed she was right. She was onto something. There was, pe there was people there celebrating 35 years, 25 years, 28 years, 15 years, big chunks of time. And then there were lots of three months, four months, six months, 90 days, 100 days, 120 days, that kind of thing. But there weren't any three years or six years or 18 months. And she ultimately was making a broader point that it's, it's pretty easy for sobriety to get stale if you stick around for a while. And she said she uses that word stale carefully because she don't think she did she said I don't think it has anything to do with sobriety getting stale. It's about each of us. She said um she said it's it it happens when we get promoted and we get married. We have our first kid, we pay off our bills, we start we get a gym membership. Life is good. Life is getting real good. And we start to think we know what we're doing, that we learned what we need to know, and uh, we got it. You know, we're not as teachable. We're too busy, too busy to work with others, too busy to get to that meeting. And the steps become tools that we used to use, or we used one, that one time years ago. But they're not, steps aren't tools that we use on a daily basis. And I found myself nodding along, because that's one of the biggest landmines in my recovery over the years, and I've, I've seen it in others for sure. I got sober because I didn't get sober because it was like the right thing to do. I got sober because I was absolutely broken and desperate. And um, so it makes sense that the minute my ass isn't on fire, I would start to think I figured it all out. You know, I don't need this anymore. And that lady's share really helped me. But I also noticed that uh, I was looking a lot at my phone clock 
as she shared, because she got to five minutes and then six minutes and then eight minutes and then 12 minutes. I was looking around the room at the other 30 people or so, and I was thinking, geez, lady, you know, congrats and all, but like, geez, wrap it up. Leave some time for the rest of us to speak. My God. But then I remember that like, I had been in Wyoming for, I don't know, three hours. Nobody in that time had elected me as the new president of sobriety in Wyoming. Uh, and that if this meeting allows anniversary celebrants to share as long as they want, I should shut the F up and just listen. And it also made me chuckle a little bit because while she was sharing about how it's usually not good to think you are smart and have it all figured out, I was like 15 minutes into my recovery time in Wyoming and I was thinking I had it all figured out for this meeting. This is what you guys, next business meeting, we should change it to this, you know, <laughs> but oh well, live and learn. Thank you to my sober friends in the, uh, let's call it the wild, wild sober West. Uh, you guys helped me get through a long visit out here. I really appreciate it. Thanks.